1: What films do you actually get nostalgic for? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Why are we asking this, Trainer?
2: So I want you to think about the Disney films that you're nostalgic for. Specifically, um, we're talking about this because of a story I read earlier today about Disney, and it's kind of crazy. But I want you to think back. On the films that you are actually nostalgic for in the Disney universe. Now, here's a little caveat to that. A lot of the films that you might be nostalgic for in your life may not have actually been Disney films, but are now. Uh Why? Because Disney owns the world. Uh So, for example, you are nostalgic for Star Wars. Good news. That's a Disney film. 651-641-1071. What films do you get nostalgic for from the Disney universe? Now, the reason I brought this up, as I referenced, was an article that I read today about... How Frozen is probably going to do in the box office Frozen 2. So, the sequel, of course, to Frozen, Frozen 1. Frozen. Yeah. Was it called Frozen? No, one? it was or just, or just Frozen? Frozen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is estimated that Frozen 2 will be the sixth billion dollar film of 2019. Sixth, <sighs> as in not the fifth, fourth, or third, but the sixth billion dollar film. A
1: billion with a B. That's it's and by the way,
2: the sixth billion dollar film for Disney Uh for 2019. So Disney, that just blew my mind, right? So then I started reading more, but then there was a piece buried in here that really got me thinking, and it just it got me all up in arms about it. Um, So they talk about how they're going to gross probably a billion dollars. The studio has. Already gotten about $8 billion total since January, which means it's the highest grossing year for a studio ever, which it previously set in 2016. I mean, not to mention that they've already had uh, $5 billion movies so far. Eric Davis, who's the managing editor of Fandango, said, I think a lot of kids are realizing how much nostalgia they have for Frozen. Uh Uh-huh. Meaning that part of the success of Frozen Two will be children's nostalgia for Frozen One, and I just had this thought in my head: Wait a minute! And so I immediately Googled how long ago was Frozen? Because sometimes you know, right? Time passes, and you're like, Holy! How buckets, did that's two a decades generation. already pass? Yes, not a generation. No, it was six years ago, so 2013 mm-hmm. blockbuster. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can kids really be nostalgic? For a movie from six years ago, I mean, I would just like to define the word nostalgia for you because I don't know that children have the ability to be nostalgic six years later. Anyway, he goes on to say, and I'll just finish this, and then we can have our discussion. It's the first film for that generation they're nostalgic for. What? Okay, so I, here's children.
1: Now, I uh, I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying. In the sense that, like, it seems to me six years is kind of a short period of time.
0: Can we give a definition of nostalgia? Like an actual... A
2: sentimental longing or wistful affection for the past, typically for a period or place with happy personal associations. One that is meant to evoke feelings of nostalgia. Six years is not the past.
1: Well, okay, so I agree with you. However, and I'm just going to play devil's advocate. When you think about it, four... Okay, my kids are nine. My twins are nine. My younger kids are nine. My daughter loved Frozen. She was three when Frozen first came out. Six years is like... For a kid who is nine years old...
2: Oh, no, I get that. that
1: Proportionally, that feels a lot longer because their lives are
2: shorter. But when we talk about nostalgia, we're talking about when we were kids... Yes, I we f- look back and think. Now, do they think fondly on Frozen? Absolutely. Right. Do they love, did they love Frozen when they watched it? Yes, which is very likely why they're going to want to see Frozen too. Also, nostalgia implies that something went away mm-hmm. and is now coming back and Frozen never, never went had time away. To go away. Yeah.
1: No, that's totally true. Yeah. So-
2: so to me, it just seemed like kind of crazy that they would think that Frozen was the first film that these children are going to feel nostalgic for.
1: Well, the other thing about Disney is that that we've been seeing over and over and over and over again with them is that they are robbing us of our ability to have nostalgia at all, because by the time any time has passed for us to miss a movie, yeah. they're remaking it anyway. Yeah. Either remaking, they're not really doing. I mean, this is this is a sequel, but what we're seeing is the remakes of the movies,
2: reboots, and
1: yeah, and, and it literally is a shot-for-shot shot remake of the same movie. So we don't even get to be nostalgic for it. We just they're just serving it back up to us in a new way.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that was my other point: is like that your kids have never not seen frozen if Mm -hmm. they didn't want to like you and I we got nostalgic for let's say Bambi you know like when we I don't know I don't know that Bambi actually came out after it came out when we were kids Mm -hmm. but if there was a point and what you'll remember the other genius thing that Disney used to do was that they would lock movies up so that you could form the appropriate amount of nostalgia for a movie before they would then re-release it Mm -hmm. and then they would bank on that nostalgia in order to bring it out again. So right. they would bring it out of the vault and then either put it in movie theaters or put it on DVD for or, or VHS for like a limited period of yeah. time. Yeah,
0: Baby came out in the 80s. Yeah.
1: 6516411071, uh, what are the Disney films that you actually are nostalgic for? Megs is on the line. Let's go to the phones.
3: Hi, Megs. Hey. Um, I just wanted to comment real quick on Frozen, and then I'll tell you my favorite Disney movie. My son, when he was a little itty bitty, his favorite Disney movie was Wally, and I can verbatim tell you the entire script of the movie because he would watch it almost every other day or like twice a day. I promise, if kids like that movie, they watch it all the time. So that's that's true. Impressive. Oh, yeah. That is true. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, which is something totally different from. The way we yes. used to do it is we didn't have it to watch day after right. day Right, you
1: get to watch day. it once in the theater and then maybe if you rented it on VHS.
3: Mm-hmm. But my favorite Disney movie is Lion King and I brought my son to the live action one that just came out uh, a little while ago mm-hmm. and the minute the son like came like Right after the Disney castle happened mm-hmm. and, like, the sun came up, I immediately started crying. And I have a 15-year-old, so he was like, oh, mom, you're terrible. Right? And I didn't stop crying until, like, they wrecked the Scar song. And I was really mad for a minute. And then I was like, it's a movie. Get over it.
1: <laughs> and then if you really wanted to see the original one, you can just go back and watch it. Yeah.
3: It's okay. I own the original one on VHS. Laser disc and DVD.
1: Oh my god, laser disc. I'm impressed discs.
3: that you still have a laser disc. I just have the discs because they look super cool. I don't play with them because nothing works.
1: <laughs> Thanks for your call, Megs. I will say I did just watch the live action Lion King. And? I mean, it's fine. It's like she said, there's enough different about it that you get irritated and you just want to watch the original one.
2: I just want to understand at some point, why didn't the folks at Disney just like what what made them veer away from re-releasing the original?
1: I don't know. I like, think that's what a what really the, good question. Is,
2: clearly, there was like science behind or I shouldn't say science clearly somebody sat in a room and said based on this research, it would be better to spend all of this time and money creating something that most people are not going to really want but some you know somebody made that calculation yeah. with some sort of reason because it's a corporation it's not just like boobs sitting in a room like us going i think that's a good idea
1: well and i that that would be a podcast i'd want to listen to like how did they decide a to make the reboot in the first place of all of the movies and how are they deciding which ones they're going to reboot or remake in live action and when Yeah. And why? But obviously it's working because they're making money off of it.
2: And again, it really I mean, it's kind of, you know, our definition of nostalgia aside, it's kind of a distinction without a difference because there is a market to uh, or for Frozen 2. So it doesn't even matter if children are, quote, nostalgic for it because they will go watch it. Because we already know from advanced ticket sales that this is going to be on track to be another billion dollar film. It's
1: crazy. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Homeland Security has been on the Duggars. We haven't even talked about the Duggars for a while, but we're talking about them now because that is kind of a big deal when homeland security's all up in your business every day it's definitely not every day we're going to uh, we're going to try to figure out what exactly what we think might be going on uh, and get you up to date with what is going on after this on my talk 1071 tazos so homeland security is out sniffing out. around the duggers what and why this is actually kind of big news even though we haven't talked about the duggers in a long time on the Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer.
2: Yeah, it's not every day in two thousand nineteen you come across a story with the the name Duggar attached to it. In fact, I think we'd have to go all the way back to what like 13, 14 uh, in the year of our Lord. 2000, 2000 yeah. Um, to get a Duggar-related story. and We were pretty Duggar-heavy for a while. Well, and Specifically then, with Josh Duggar. Exactly. And we'll get to that in a moment, but he's actually in headlines again. Here's the headline. Homeland Security raids Josh Duggar's office. What? Homeland Security? That's kind of a big deal. So apparently, and this was all according to TMZ, Homeland Security was crawling around Josh Duggar's car dealership and that's where he works in arkansas i'm confused as to whether or not like he owns that car dealership some tells me he doesn't but anyway agents went to this dealership which is in springdale arkansas in connection with a quote federal probe um now there were reports and if you look on this issue and some people out there may go yeah i heard something about Um, the Duggars and Homeland Security and a raid. And your mind goes all sorts of places, especially with Josh. Why? Well, because the last time we were talking about him was because
1: he had molested his sisters.
2: Yeah. And not only that, you'll remember it was the fallout from that. And remember, it included but was not limited to, um, wasn't he sexting someone?
1: Yeah, he had like a side, uh, because he's married with children. Yeah. Um, and he didn't He have, like, he was, like, involved was into,
2: like, in some weird, sexy sex stuff. stuff, yeah. yeah.
0: The Ashley Madison hack. Yes, okay. that's what it was. Ashley Thank you. Ashley
2: Madison hack. Thank you, Holly. So, um, the only other information that we have on this particular news story is that there were reports that the feds had raided the Duggar family home, but apparently TMZ says that's not the case, according to their sources. Agents only went to his place of business. Yeah. Um, So that's all we know currently. It's not clear what the nature of the investigation is, or if Josh is a target. Homeland Security would only confirm through a spokesperson that the agents were at the dealership.
1: Okay, so why? what is it that we think is going on here?
2: I don't know, but um, I do believe, I just really quickly wanted to add, that um, a spokesperson for the Duggars said that this had nothing to do with any member of their family. So... I mean, okay. take that for what it's worth. However, and Holly, please enlighten us. I do believe there might be some blind items.
0: Oh, you don't say now, huh? Blinded by the item. A little bit of hot gas.
1: Possibly at us. about the duggers I don't Ooh, know. What do you think really about this?
0: On? What have you dug up?
2: I what? see what you did there. <laughs> Dugger?
0: I don't even know her. Whether there was a raid or just a target letter directed at the reality family from the feds it doesn't change the fact that at least one preteen distant family member was somehow living with the pedophile it also doesn't change the fact that the family is deleting a ton of social media posts turning off comments and trying to scrub any actions they did overseas as part of quote charitable relief Okay, we need to
1: break that all the way down. Yeah. One preteen distant family member was somehow living with the pedophile. Well,
2: yes. That would be Josh. That would be
1: Josh, and yeah. that would explain why they were poking around his neighborhood. That was not the appropriate choice of words, and I apologize for that. But um, preteen dis- and Now, what's the status? I mean, obviously, he's still married because they don't believe in divorce, but what is the status with him and his wife?
2: Well, I will tell you there's a picture from October 1st on Instys of him and his beautiful family of, I think, five children. Holy family box. of seven. Oh my so gosh. five kids. Oh, my God. And then there's a beautiful picture of, I'm assuming, uh, oh, a happy birthday to my beautiful sister. Love you, Johanna. I'm so proud of you. That was, oh, that was October 11th. So to Holly's point, this was 2017. The latest post on Josh Duggar's um, Instagram account.
0: Now, Anna Duggar is posting away, but she's really limiting the comments on her Instagram to basically just members of her family being Jill Dillard, the sister of Josh Duggar. They just posted a family picture at the Silver Dollar City theme park in Branson, Missouri, yesterday. Oh, Jill, Jill uh, Duggar Diller, huh? Oh, wait a second.
3: Oh. oh,
0: get it. Okay. Here's a blind item from June from this year. A confirmed one, by the way. Instead of giving advice, it would have been great for this longtime reality star from a large family to discuss the reason they had to flee a country so suddenly and are never allowed to return without facing jail time. Okay, so that's the other that's interesting. piece of the other blind item. The Homeland Security. Yes,
1: try, turning off comments and trying to scrub any actions they did overseas as part of
2: charitable relief. Yeah, so they were doing some missionary work. Jill and Derek Dillard. Jill Dillard, Dillard. Mm-hmm. Dillard. Duggar Dillard. Duggar
1: uh, in El Salvador, I think is what we've
0: discerned. Well, and then doing a little research into the story about the Duggars, mm-hmm. went on a dugger subreddit mm-hmm. and somebody was mentioning the fact whenever they were discussing any of their work, it was always in Central America, mm-hmm. never actually saying El Salvador, but it was a Redditor mm-hmm. who went on to say that their roommate said that, well, they're in El Salvador I know, I'm from San Salvador and that's how we speak there Interesting. Okay,
2: so more will be okay. revealed. We we're, don't know. We're much on the case. Yeah, but we'll keep our eyes peeled. Yeah.
1: We're right by Homeland Security. Yeah, we're
2: Homeland Security.
1: When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy stupid idiots on My Talk 1071. doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That guy. That's Bradley Traynor. Hello, darlings. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots.
3: Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy
1: stupid idiots.
2: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in this state of Florida. Where are we going first? Oh, uh, I'm so
1: excited. Uh, we actually have a statement from the country to which we are going to travel. Sweden. Hoon, Speer, mork, mork, mork. We're going uh, to Sweden. Spanish. And not only Bradley is newly found 10% Swedish, this one goes out to you, Bradley.
2: Thank you. Or should I say, dunker? <laughs> okay.
1: Also, it's, I think talk. It's, talk. talk. Yeah. yeah. Also, we're going to get even more Thanks Swedish. Thanks for being
2: specific, just in case anyone thought, you know, we were trying to be legit over here. Rude. Rude. We we're, th-
1: we're going to Sweden and it's going to get Swedisher because we're also going to an IKEA in oh, Sweden. Oh
2: god, are we having Swedish meatballs or lutefisk? I mean,
1: I'd like to, but that's not part of the program we're on because in this uh Swedish IKEA story, what we're going to encounter is <clears throat> a gentleman who is 25 years old. His name is Tobias Allen. Okay. And it really is Allen. just FYI. Okay. Um, and he was sleeping in one of the beds in the bed department in Sweden. Oh. In, or in, I'm sorry, in Ikea in Sweden. Okay. Which I get because one thing Ikea does very well is they set up rooms that really look like something you want to live in. Okay. He's snoozing away, sawing logs in the bed department in the bed. Yep. You might take note of that, right? oh, there seems to be a gentleman sleeping in one of the bedrooms. This is a realistic display, but I don't think it was meant to be this
2: realistic. Yeah. Somebody would have noticed that. But
1: you'd notice that. Um, In and of itself, sleeping in a bed in the IKEA uh, bed department is not illegal. Okay. But when you are a um, wanted criminal, yes. Then you probably... uh, are going to attract a little more attention and then it's illegal. So they were able to arrest him on the scene. I don't know why he was wanted. Um, but, and neither do the people at Ikea. The Ikea people did not know that he was a wanted man. Um, but he had been staying in the warehouse after closing and he was arrested for trespassing.
2: Yeah, you'd think you could just like hide under a blanket. Like, would anybody ever notice At the Ikea? Yeah.
1: I can think of a thousand hiding places in an Ikea. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. And I love me some Ikea. Presumably,
2: if you start moving around, once the lights go out, then danger will happen because there'll be some sort of motion detector. Yeah. Yeah. I could see being able to stay in uh, without being noticed when it shuts down. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. I can also see somebody falling asleep in a chair and, you know, unawares the store closes and they just wake up and are like, oh, crap. Oh, shoot.
1: Oh, shucky darn.
2: I don't know if that's Swedish.
1: I oh, sorry, you're right. I don't know what is Swedish though. Um. Lufthard.
2: Is that Swedish?
1: No, it's Norwegian. Okay.
2: It's kind of the same thing, but it's a whole different story. Um okay I I'm wanna,
1: not talking to you about that. Yeah,
2: yeah, whatever. I want to go to Oak Hill. Where's that? I don't know actually where Oak Hill is. PJ it's from PJstar.com, so it really doesn't give me any indication. Peoria, so maybe Illinois? Sure. Uh, Anyway, I want to tell you about a Peoria man who, um, well, he was arrested. So we have to go all the way back to Saturday. It was about seven eighteen in the PM. A Peoria County Sheriff's Office was notified that there was a car, and this car had driven off the pavement into a field near an intersection on uh, Brimfield and West Cahill Road. Now the dispatcher was like, "Apparently somebody was intoxicated." Okay. Okay. This would not be the first. alcohol-related accident or arrest that we have discussed on Crazy Stupid Idiots. This is true. When the deputy arrived, they found a 20-year-old driver. And that driver was, in fact, intoxicated. But that is Mm. not uncommon, right? Correct. They even found an empty Miller light bottle near him. Actually, it was near the car, so presumably it flew out of the car. So but that's not unusual. And right? it's not
1: unusual. It's bad. We should say that. It's, bad. it's yeah, not it's good. Very,
2: very bad. Now I will say, when the deputy asked the man to step out of his car, it reeked of burnt cannabis. That would be the kind you smoke. Generally mm-hmm. speaking. And he was babbling incoherently. Ugh. I told him that what he said did not sound like English, said the deputy. But he um Apparently did speak English because later he said, quote, he then asked me for a lighter and said it was a hundred percent English, so he could understand him occasionally, okay, but he was still little bab- little babble speak right because okay. he was drunk, yeah, who's drunk. It's yeah. hard to understand people Can but be. that's not what got him crazy stupid idiot status what what got him crazy stupid idiot? Well, status? it came when they asked him why he'd been drinking
1: oh I, this is a hard question, I'm sure, for somebody to answer. Did he say he was thirsty?
2: Uh, He said, I ain't been drinking. And they said, well, okay, um, you ain't been drinking. You smell like alcohol for crying outside. And that's when he gave them the crazy, stupid idiot line. Okay. Quote, he told deputies that the reason he smelled like alcohol was that he'd been making out with his girlfriend and she'd been drinking. He also (laughs) told deputies he loved to make out with his girlfriend because we make love and we're all adults here. They laughed, and that's when he admitted to drinking earlier that evening and was taken to jail. All
1: right. Okay. Yeah. But I do appreciate his
2: excuse making. He also told deputies he made love to his girlfriend because we make love. We're all adults here. (laughs) Anyway, he was arrested. No,
1: I don't drink. I just make out with people who drink, and then it smells like I've been drinking. We've
2: all been there.
1: Right? Where was that again? Illinois. Illinois. We're going to Iowa. A little uh, closer to home, we're going to Iowa, where we meet Griffin Vogel, Vogel-Guzang Marrer. He has a mouthful of That's, a last name. It
2: sounds like he got think marbles in his mouth. I think
1: it's Swedish. He's 18 years old, and he was pulled over, too. Uh, we're talking about another uh, potential intoxicated driver situation bradley okay he was pulled over at about 7 11 a.m on a monday not at the 7 11 it was just 7 11 a.m
2: okay
1: on monday in johnson county iowa and uh when they pulled him over as they approached the vehicle they too encountered the smell of cannabis uh billowing from the vehicle Uh, At which point Griffin said, "Um, Yeah, I smoked some of that stuff recently. And he did hand over a bag of marijuana to the police along with a pipe and a grinder. Okay. But two bits. He was, uh, they did give him a blood alcohol test and he did blow 0.0. Okay.
2: So he wasn't drunk. He He wasn't drunk.
1: He was high, which is also not good. Um, But he, and he was determined to be too high to be safely driving. But here's the thing that really takes this thing all the way home. He also admitted to another thing that he was doing while he was driving and he was too high to drive. Mm -hmm.
2: Did he polish his silverware? No. Mm -hmm. Was he basket weaving? No. Tap dancing?
1: No. He was watching South Park on his cell phone while he drove.
2: Oh, okay. I mean, Um, that might have something to do with his impaired driving. You think? Looking at a screen.
1: I think that this has got to be the thing that makes law enforcement officers the most nervous about drivers.
2: I tried that once. It doesn't work. To watch a TV show while you are driving? Well, have you ever been on like a long haul? Yeah. And you think like, I'm just going to put the iPad on over here and I'm just going to hear it, right? Right. And then every once in a while, I mean, I'm going straight. I'm on autopilot. I'm just going to
1: glance over every once in a while.
2: I just want you to know, from a public safety standpoint and from my own personal experience... Mm -hmm. You will die. Wow. I mean, you could die. I'm sure. Yeah, it's not safe. Don't Don't do do it. Absolutely do not do it. The problem is, the main reason is you're going to get distracted to the point where it's not going to be fun to watch anyway. And you could die or kill people. This
1: is true. I will tell you this, because we do have a DVD system in our uh, minivan. Yeah. Uh, I do get pleasure out of listening to some popular movies that I've seen many, many times. But that's perfectly safe.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, you can listen yeah. to anything you want. It's true. Although I will uh, say even listening can distract you.
1: It's true. But I do I get jealous. Like the other day we were on a, a road trip and my kids were watching the movie Elf. Oh yeah. Oh, I was so jealous that they got to watch it while I was driving. But it still I still laughed at all the funny parts because I knew because in my mind's eye I could play the movie.
2: Wow, that was a fun story. I'm done with you.
1: When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we're going to play a little game. That game is called the Throwback Live, live. at uh, 2:45. Do you think anyone's
2: going to get a point today? I, eh. Okay. Because nobody got a point yesterday, correct? Nobody won three for three. Yeah. Okay.
0: Here we are on Thursday. We haven't. Nobody and has Holly's won. Not once. Feeling
2: very positive. Actually, about I
0: him. am feeling very positive oh, about it. I okay. know somebody's going to win today. All right. All right. Okay. That's after what you this said
2: on Monday.
1: Uh
0: huh. On my talk 107 One.